the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Welcome to another week. I'm Bruce Hooley. Glad to have you with us on the Answer Network, 94.5 in Dayton, 98.9 in Columbus. Uh, I know today is not 9-11, but it is the first day that I've had an opportunity to speak to you uh, since the 21st anniversary of 9-11. And as long as I have a microphone in front of me, I will always take time uh, on 9-11 or the uh, next day after 9-11 to give you a chance to reflect on that day. Uh, many of us lived through it. Uh, if so, we'll never forget it. We have um, permanent images, memories uh, etched in our minds. And we have uh, two decades plus of context now with um, time to reflect on who and what we were then, uh, who and what we are and where we are right now as we are in the midst of the uh, home stretch for a midterm election that will chart uh, the future course of our country. I think it is uh, the most consequential midterm election uh, ever in my lifetime. Uh, I know it's popular to say that. I sound like uh, an election operative hyping up the importance of every election. But the reason why I believe that is because I believe that this midterm election gives us a chance to make a statement about how much we will recognize, first of all, and secondly, tolerate and allow to exist and prosper forces of evil. <laughs> I, I know no other way to say it. I could, I could dilute it. I could uh, minimize it, I could euphemize it, uh, but I have decided that a long time ago, if I ever were given the opportunity to speak to people about things that truly matter, and those of you who know a little bit about me know that the early part of my career, the majority of my career, was spent in uh, what many call the toy department of life, sports, Um. I willfully and purposely left that behind because I'd struggled for a long time with the degree to which that mattered in our society. And as I became a husband and then a father, and as I, uh, with my wife, raised our daughters, I uh, just felt a growing emptiness with the significance or lack of significance to what I did professionally. And as I grew uh, more devoted to my faith and hopefully stronger in my faith and hopefully more versed uh, in the Bible 
it became clear to me that we are living in an age where evil is escalating in our country. I think as I reflect back on 9-11-2001, it was the first time that I realized that we were in this country vulnerable on our own shores to evil. Growing up, I remember watching stories of terrorism in uh, Great Britain, the Irish Republican Army. I remember many airplanes being hijacked uh, by Middle Eastern terrorists. I remember the Munich terrorist attacks that touched Ohio a bit because uh, one of the weightlifters had grown up in Cleveland, Ohio. I always knew that there was evil, but I felt that it did not come right to our doorstep until Islamic terrorists flew airplanes into the World Trade Centers, into the Pentagon, and would have flown a plane into either the Capitol or the White House if not for the um, sacrificial death of the brave Americans on Flight 93 that crashed in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. And at that time in 2001, I was newly married And I remember making the phone call to my wife as I drove home that morning from a a pregnancy decision health centers meeting in London, Ohio, that, um, you know, we were under attack and I didn't know if I'd see her again. I didn't know what kind of country we were going to have going forward. I'm sure those memories are fresh for you. And now for me, I really deeply regret that it has taken us only 21 years to get to a point where uh, those who hate us are not men from another land uh, whose religion we don't understand, uh, whose hatred we uh, could not fathom, but those who hate us are working alongside us. leading us uh, in our Congress and in our White House. Uh, The President of the United States, Joe Biden, has made no bones about the fact that half of America is, in his eyes, extremist and a threat to the future of our country because we disagree with his policies. And I vehemently disagree with his policies. I vehemently disagree with his bloodlust for killing infants in the womb. I vehemently disagree with his complete and utter failure to police and secure our southern border, leaving us wide open to an infiltration of terrorists from around the world. I deeply and vehemently disagree with his domestic energy policy, which is not even close to being on par with those other two things, but is nevertheless an attempt to diminish the strength of America internationally and to lower our standard of living and to increase the wealth gap between the privileged and the prosperous and those of us who uh, struggle to make our payments and buy gasoline and do the things that we need to do to function in our lives. And I vehemently disagree with his social positions equating 
men who imagine themselves to be women and women who imagine themselves to be men to be not mentally ill, which they are, but to be persecuted by those of us who insist that they simply allow our kids to grow up and reach an age where they can process those ideas without having them crammed down their throat in kindergarten, first, second, third grade, and beyond. I vehemently disagree with every one of those policies. And I will not ever stop speaking out against those policies, ever, no matter what. I was approached Friday night by a gentleman who did not introduce himself, but came up and knew me uh, while I was at a uh, high school football game in Dublin. And he thanked me for doing what I do. Keep doing it. We need people to do what you do. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And he talked about how he's hamstrung at work and he cannot say the things he wants to say or he'll not be able to uh, provide the living that he provides for his family. And I, I totally get that. I totally get that. But I feel I must say that if we are going to choose perceived safety over actual truth and deeply held beliefs that we have but are afraid to share, then we hasten the disappearance of the way of life that we would like to believe we can leave to our kids. We do. We contribute to it. We allow it to happen, albeit on a slower pace than it might happen if we waged the battle openly and lost. But I think there is integrity and honor and character in saying true things, in saying true things. As I get older, and I'm officially a year older today, I think about the legacy I want to leave my kids. And I think while I would love to make more money and I would love to provide a more luxurious life for them, I wrote down this morning the many blessings in my life and I realized none of them could be purchased if I had Bill Gates or Warren Buffett's money. None of them. And among those things are integrity and character. And we are clearly in an age where integrity and character do not matter at all, at all, to the people who lead us and want to lead us. This became clear to me yesterday while I was watching a couple of football games, and I saw, I don't know if it's new, but it's new to me, the latest Tim Ryan for Senate commercial. It's a very well-done commercial, which screams of the lack of integrity, character, and honor in the people who desire to lead us. I'm going to talk about that next, and I would love to hear from you. 844-TALK-989. It's the Bruce Hooley Show.
Our friend Matt Mayer of OpportunityOhio.org sent me a text yesterday. It was a screenshot of a tweet from some uh, two-bit comedian I'd never heard of who um, spouts his uh, leftist hatred on MSNBC and CNN. So I'd never heard of him because he certainly wouldn't stand out in that crowd spouting hatred. And the thrust of the tweet was that uh, Islamic terrorism that led to 3,000 deaths on 9-11 and the uh, MAGA Republicans uh, are the same, are the same. And that if we're going to deal with Islamic terrorism, then we need to deal with uh, Donald Trump summarily. Uh, This is a ridiculous opinion, of course. Uh, It is truly an extremist opinion. It is a truly, not semi, but actually fascist opinion. And fascism happens because people believe lies. People believe the lies that their leaders tell them, that if you don't go along with me and demonize that group of people, then they're going to get you. And Joe Biden's very good at playing that card. Our leaders today are very good at playing that card. Joe Biden gave his uh, Nazi-esque speech last week, talking about how MAGA Republicans don't respect the Constitution. An interesting viewpoint from a man who just that very week stole a half a trillion dollars, at the least, from our federal treasury by forgiving student loan debt, which he has no constitutional power to do. Yesterday, I was watching NFL football, and I saw what to me was a new Tim Ryan commercial. And it's a very well-done commercial. It's Tim Ryan, never in a suit and tie, always in the everyman button-down shirt with the sleeves rolled up. And he's chucking a football at televisions. And one of the televisions that he chucks a football at and knocks over is a television with the words, defund the police on it. And he says, "Uh, cancel culture? I'm not about cancel culture. And he throws the football at the TV with defund the police as if he was never for defund the police. Now, I can go through, and I will go through probably, all the chapter and verse of what Tim Ryan has said. In fact, here's just a snippet of the audio from Tim Ryan, who was a much different Tim Ryan uh, during the George Floyd riots aftermath in the summer of 2020. The current criminal justice system is racist. I believe in my heart that it's the new Jim Crow. The current criminal justice system is racist. I believe in my heart that it's the new Jim Crow. That's Tim Ryan 2020. Now Tim Ryan is not. I never said defund the police. Uh, I have here a story from the Youngstown Vindicator uh, where the police chief of Youngstown, and that's Tim Ryan's home area, uh, is ripping Tim Ryan for being one of just 17, only 17 members of Congress. There are 400-plus members of Congress. Only 17 were woke enough in the summer of 2020 to sign a letter saying that Police are killing young black men. They're hunting young black men. They're the leading cause of death for young black men. You know what the leading cause of death for young black men is? Other young black men murdering them. By far. Not even close. Here in the city of Columbus. Here in the city of Columbus. You will have at least five times as many young black men killed this year by other young black men than will be killed Across the country by white police officers. Just here. 
But Tim Ryan, aside from the evil of that, the larger evil, the bigger picture, the problem with this willingness to film a commercial and say what he says in the commercial about his past positions is not just a Tim Ryan problem. And it's not just a Joe Biden problem. When we think about what Biden said at Independence Hall about MAGA Republicans, the bigger problem is that we as a society have lost the ability to determine what is true and what is a lie. And an even bigger problem than that is that we have lost the determination to hold people accountable for lying to us because as long as they harbor some of the same viewpoints we do or as long as they're perceived to be on our team, we will reward them with elected office even though we know they lie to us. Even though we know they lie to us. There are people in the state of Ohio who will not vote for J.D. Vance because Donald Trump endorsed J.D. Vance. Tim Ryan has a 20-year record. You can look it up, what he said, what he's done. And now he is willfully, purposefully, strategically lying to you, looking you in the eye and lying to you at campaign appearances, on television, on radio, everywhere he advertises, telling you willful, unrepentant lies about his positions. He is looking you right in the eye and lying to you that he does not and never has supported the defund police movement. He will not take a position on abortion because he knows if he does, he will have a hard time appealing to moderates. In fact, he ran, I played you the audio late last week, where he's doing a television interview in Youngstown And the interviewer says, you're campaigning as a moderate. He said, no, I'm campaigning as an independent. He's not an independent. He's not a moderate. He's a lying leftist. And there are many more of them in this country. And one of them is the president. And one of them is the vice president. And one of them is the majority leader in the Senate. And if Democrats don't wise up and realize that the long-term cost of rewarding liars for their lies is that, sure, first they'll come for the Christians, and then they'll come for the MAGA Republicans, and maybe first they come for the Oath Keepers and the militia people. But eventually, they're coming for you. And if we're just going to allow liars to prosper, allow them to add to their power, their prominence, and their prestige. Well, in some respects, we deserve the country that we get from that. If we don't recognize the value of truth and integrity, then why would we be entitled to a country where truth and integrity prevail? 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.